All right, guys, welcome into another NFL DFS video. My name is Eric Paulzine with 9 5 Sports. Tough to believe that week three is already here. Seems like we were just doing preseason DFS videos, but we got the week three core plays here for you guys. Uh, before we get into that, just make sure to give a like and subscribe. That helps out the channel a lot, which helps me be able to help you guys out. So without further ado, let's get into the core plays for this week. Before we get into the video for today, I just want to give a quick thanks to our sponsor, Sports Battle App. Sports Battle App is a daily fantasy sports prop-based app. Go to your Android and iOS to download it today. It's simple, fun, easy to use. If you use the promo code 925, so it's the number 9, T-O, and then the number 5, you'll get a bonus of 100% match on a deposit of $50 or more, up to $100. And then also, with the referral code, you'll get $5 back as well. So make sure to use that referral code. All right, guys, let's get into the picks for today. So I'm just going to start off with the quarterbacks in this one, actually. I really do like the price point of quarterback Matthew Stafford. Stafford is going against the Arizona Cardinals, which are going to be a great matchup. Now, Derek Carr only put up 18 DK points last week, but we did see Matthew Stafford absolutely go off against them. Um, the thing is, both quarterbacks were able to do enough given this price point that Matthew Stafford has. Matthew Stafford had that bounce back game that we thought he would have last week, scoring 20 DK points in that one. And I think he'll be able to score even more in this one. He needs to cut down on the interceptions. pretty much what is happening. Uh, you take those away and it's a much better day, but still, given the price point of 6.5 in this matchup, a matchup that should be higher scoring, like eventually the Cardinals are going to figure it out, kind of like they did a little bit at the end of the game. I do expect this game to be a little bit more of a shootout. That is a little bit more of a higher price point that I don't want to play. So let's try to find some value here. I actually don't mind going back to the well with Derek Carr. I, I said it's a little bit disappointing last week that he only put up, you know, I guess 19 points if you round up against the Cardinals. But it was impressive now in retrospect that he was able to put up almost 17 DK points against the Chargers because we saw that they were actually a pretty good defense now. Now he gets the Tennessee Titans in which, uh, you know, Josh Allen just absolutely tore up. The Titans were never close in that game, okay? Derek Carr should be able to have a good game in this one okay whether it's Adams whether it's um maybe Matt Collins emerges Darren Waller I do like him as well but you'll see I actually like Josh Jacobs a decent amount this week as well so we'll see which one I end up going with and then actually my favorite quarterback play on the slate and guys like it's ugly okay be ready is actually Mac Jones okay the biggest worry about Mac Jones is the fact that he has that back injury he was having back spasms in week one I said you know he looks worse than he had all of last year Turned out that was because of back spasms in week one. In week two, we played a little bit better, I guess, if you will, scoring almost you know 14 DK points if you wanted to round up. He doesn't need much to be able to 3X. And given the matchup with the Baltimore Ravens, one that we exploited last week in the stacks, I don't know if you guys saw that stacking video, I said with the Baltimore Ravens secondary being as banged up as they are, my favorite stack is going to be Tua, Jalen Waddle, and Tyreek Hill. And a lot of people were able to have successful GPPs because of that. Well, I'm going to go ahead and attack the Baltimore Ravens once again this week because while they are still pretty banged up in that secondary, and I do think the New England Patriots are going to see the weakness in that defense via the passing game, and they'll try to exploit that. So given this price point of Mac Jones, he should be able to 3X at this price point, like 16 DK points or so, he should be able to get there. And at this price point, I just think I have to play that this week as of right now, as I'm recording this on Tuesday. So from there, what are we looking at? Well, you know, I don't mind Jonathan Taylor. You could play him if you want to. Christian McCaffrey, you could play him. Derrick Henry should have a much better game, but I'm starting my builds out with running back Austin Eckler. Now in week one, he didn't get used that much, um, and it was very strange, okay? That usage was strange. I do think they are trying to take away a little bit of his workload, especially on short yardage situations, so that might cap his upside. That might cap his touchdown upside, but I do think if Keenan Allen is out, 
like for sure I'm going to be playing Austin Eckler. But even if Keenan Allen does play, I, I think I'm still going to play Austin Eckler. Eckler ended up with 10 targets last week. Okay. Very productive in the passing game last week. And given this game against Jacksonville, I do think that will be like the weakness that they want to attack is kind of the running back out of the backfield. Okay. He hasn't been that successful rushing the ball yet but he has been getting 14 carries per game. Like we do like that. The opportunities have been there for him. They should continue to be there for him. I think this is a great matchup and he's like the highest priced running back play that I want to pay up for, that I feel comfortable paying up for. Although like there's not one just yet that I love. Okay. I will be coming out with like the cash plays video, which is kind of the same thing as the core plays video on Friday or Saturday morning. Check for that because I might have some slight updates here. We'll see. But for now, this is what I'm looking at. And then David Montgomery going against the Houston Texans. I do like him a lot as a play. We saw that offense really come to life against the Green Bay Packers, kind of as expected. He is going to be a running back that's getting a workhorse workload. Okay, going against the Houston Texans that have been very poor against the run. David Montgomery makes too much sense at 5.9. Like he is their offense right now until they can get Darnell Mooney going. David Montgomery is the player that you want to be on because he is their best offensive weapon. And we're getting the best offensive weapon in a great matchup on a team at 5.9. That is just something I find so intriguing. And then the last player that I like at the running back spot is actually going to be Josh Jacobs, just given the matchup. Now, the Bills didn't choose to attack the tight ends in the right rushing game. They could have if they wanted to. And we have been seeing Josh Jacobs get used more. It was at the second half of week one's game, they realized we need to get Josh Jacobs more involved. Okay. And then we saw that happen once again in week two. Okay. You got 20 total attempts. And I can't guarantee that we're going to get 20 total attempts. Once again, game flow sometimes dictates that, but this game is one in which you should be trying to get Josh Jacobs, a lot of carries, a lot of rushing attempts, a lot of opportunities, maybe two targets, you know, that'd be great. Um, but I do think those rushing attempts are going to be there for him. And I do think he's going to have a strong chance to score a touchdown on this one. So given the amount of workload that he should get in this game against the Tennessee Titans, I actually like that a lot. And that's kind of the problem is that there weren't that many great running back plays that I liked. So I kind of have just defaulted to paying down for a value play a little bit more. That's how I ended up on Josh Jacobs. Then getting to the receivers, guys. Yes, Cooper Cup in a great spot once again going against the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, this is a game that I think we're going to want to attack. So yes, Cooper Cup just makes a lot of sense. If you can afford to pay up for him, I think that you do that. I do think Justin Jefferson is going to have a bounce back game as well. Even in a bad game, guys, he still saw 12 targets and was still able to score 10.8 DK points. I mean, that's pretty crazy. He had 12 targets and 11 targets like two weeks in a row. That's crazy. The Detroit Lions have been one of the worst pass defenses thus far this season. So that's definitely a matchup that you want to be attacking. And obviously you want to get that receiver number one in that offense, in that easy matchup. That's obviously Justin Jefferson for us in this one. And then from there, we got two receivers that I love, especially given their price point. Jacoby Myers at 5K going against the Baltimore Ravens, who once again, their secondary is banged up. This is a secondary that you want to attack. This is a secondary that we attacked last week. We're going to continue to attack that this week. Jacoby Myers had six targets in week one, was able to score 10 DK points. Even if he does that in week three, I'm happy with that. Like 10 DK points at 5K, we will take that. But in week two against, I would say, a tougher defense, he had 13 targets, nine receptions, 95 yards, 
18.5 DK points. And the thing with Jacoby Myers is he just looks good. He looks like he has taken the next step. I thought he was just more of a possession receiver. We have seen him take kind of that next step this season thus far. He is someone that I like. He is someone that I might even be trying to trade for in season-long leagues as well. Jacoby Myers at 5K, I would just be loading up on that this week. And then from there, I also do really like Greg Dortch. Honestly, guys, like Marquise Brown, there seems to be some sort of chemistry that is off between him and Kyler Murray. Um, They try to do like a fade route to Marquise Brown in the end zone, which was kind of strange. And then he was open on on a couple of those plays at the end of the game that Kyler Murray didn't see him on. They got to get that chemistry down. And I know Greg Dortch only had four targets last week. He was able to convert one of those for a touchdown, but he is still pretty cheap in a game that should be higher scoring once again. This is predicated on if Rondell Moore sits out because if he if Rondell Moore does play, then Greg Dortch kind of might become an afterthought. We'll have to wait and see on that. But I do still think at 4.3, Greg Dortch is a pretty cheap price point for someone that when he is targeted, they should be easy targets and they should be able to convert that into about 10 DK points or so. I do think he's going to be a strong play once again this week. Um, we'll have to wait and see on the value side of it. And then tight end, guys, I could see a path where you actually end up playing two tight ends if you want to go that route because we have some quality tight end plays on this slate. Like Tyler Higby was a tight end play that I really loved last week. I was kind of interested to see what his usage would be in week too as a player that I really wanted to target. He ended up with nine targets and scoring 14.1 DK points, really helping out a lot of my builds last week that had Trey Lance. Uh, he ended up getting injured, obviously. Um, it was nice to have Tyler Higby as kind of a security blanket, scoring 14.1 DK points and kind of being a big boost on the field You know, at that price point. He's still not priced up that much for a tight end that has gotten a ton of snaps. Uh, you know, like he's getting a majority of snaps again, like 80% of the tight end snaps for that team and getting nine and 11 targets. That is a ton and averaging 11.5 DK points. Like at this price point, that is simply too cheap, especially in a matchup that should be an easier matchup. Like I am still going to continue to chase that. It's a great um, price point and it's a great matchup. After that, you know, I still don't mind Tyler Conklin. I don't think he's priced up enough for it. It's kind of the same thing as Tyler Higby, like he's just playing so much and he's getting targeted so much. Second in targets the past two games for the Titans. Uh, nine targets last week, was able to convert that into 10 DK points. In week one, seven targets, able to convert that into 11.6. And just real quick, shout out to Tyler Conklin and shout out to Christian Kirk for making me look good thus far this season. Those guys have really held my back because those were probably two of the most play- the two players I was in on the most. Uh, so thank you guys for coming through. I appreciate that. <laughs> Just funny. Uh, and then the last one here, Irv Smith at 3.1. Okay. In week one, they were kind of working him back into the offense. And then in week two, we saw them kind of be forced into playing him a little bit more. The Detroit Lions-Minnesota Vikings game could be a little bit more of a sneaky shootout game. Thus, they might have to play Irv Smith a little bit more. And the thing with Irv Smith is he did look good on the field. He did. He was impressive. Eight targets, five receptions, 36 yards, and a touchdown. I don't really care about the touchdown so much. We know that those are kind of fluky, but in a game that should be high scoring, in a game that is a good matchup, like Irv Smith at 3.1 is a very intriguing price point play. If you guys want to pay down that tight end, Irv Smith would be the route I would go with that. Right now with defense, I don't really see anything that I would go crazy with. I have just been paying down at defense. So if you guys want to do that, you can. Maybe you go with Jacksonville, who's actually been a pretty decent defense. Uh, you could go that route. Maybe Detroit is, is a decent defensive play. Kind of just a wait and see approach right now. Maybe the Jets. Like I always like to pay down at defense. 
don't really have a strong indication of which one I'm going to go with. Not putting too much thought into that just yet. But that is all I have for you guys for this video. If you guys want to become a 9 to 5 member, get access to a lineup optimizer. $10 a month for the 9 to 5 membership. It is more of a like a golf membership, I will say that. But you get access to the DraftKings cheat sheet, which is just the easy quick view and then you get that lineup optimizer access as well um but i do appreciate you guys watching if you enjoyed this video like i said a like and subscribe helps out the channel out a lot which also helps me help you guys out uh but that's all i have for you guys let's have a good weekend as always guys let's keep cashing